Coming up this week, it's all about food. Steakhouse 55 updates their breakfast menu. Red Rose Tavern opens with its French-ish inspired menu. And California Adventure releases the menus for the food and wine marketplaces. Plus, later, Nancy shares her list of movies every family should watch before their first trip to Disneyland. All that next. From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 653, for the week of February 26, 2017. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel helping you plan the perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. I am your host, Tom Bell, and I'm joined by my good friends, Nancy Johnson. Hey! Mary Jo Willie. Hello. There she is. And Michael Bowling. Hey there, hi there, ho there. I'm ready for my close-up, Mr. Bell. Mary. <laughs> nice. <laughs> It is Oscar night. Oh, and there's your close-up call Tinker right there. Bell. That's right. <laughs> Time to turn the page. Uh, apologize to our friends. Oh my listening. gosh, throwback. <laughs> apologize to our friends listening live on Mixler. We got a little bit of late start. Had some technical difficulties here. Should be even more interesting next weekend when I'm on the road. Uh, I don't know how that's going to work. Maybe, maybe just like this. Um, if you want to listen live, we should usually start about seven ish, seven o'clock ish, uh, every Sunday evening. Uh, listen and chat live on mixler.com, m i x l r.com. Um, how was everyone's week? It, it mine has been Good. a little crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so yeah. I had cheery duty and uh, oh, ouch. and all kinds of stuff going on. You so. can get out of that, huh? Um, no, I finally did, but it took a really long time. Wow. <laughs> I, I was fine. They thanked me for and excuse me. <laughs> Thank you for your but service. But I sat in the jury box for a long time. <laughs> uh-huh. so. um, as I mentioned, next I will be on the road. Uh, I'll be down at Disneyland from uh, the 1st through the 7th, I think. Uh, so if you are around then, uh, message me on Facebook or Twitter or something and I would be glad to say hello. Um, and then, of course, back again for food and wine on the 10th. I'm excited. Some of those menu items that I'll talk about later um, intrigue me. Uh, don't forget the rest of our Diz Unplugged family of podcasts. Of course, the Dreams Unlimited travel show every Monday on YouTube or iTunes. Um, the Orlando show live Tuesday mornings at 10 a.m. Pacific on uh, YouTube. The Universal show live every Thursday morning at 10 a.m. And, of course, Dispop every Friday. And if that's not enough, the Daily Fix every Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific. <laughs> Gosh, we're running so late. I'm sorry. Uh, any housekeeping? I actually didn't have... Did I have any housekeeping? I can't even remember. Um, I didn't write any down, but I'm sure there was something I wanted to talk about. Let While me check my about list. It, can I go, yeah, go for it. Mine? Yeah, go for it. Um, first of all, next weekend, Dave Avancino is going to be at the Disneyana store for March on March 4th and 5th. He'll be uh-huh. selling his original prints and some other, or his original artwork, excuse me, which include those, uh, very popular name, um, name Badges. signs. 
those. Nope, not the not the badges, but he does have no, the stinking ticket. <laughs> he does have the ticket inspired um, name signs, and then the ones that are done in the Disney uh, icons, which are pretty cool, as well as his other really beautiful works of art and prints that he'll have there. So he'll be there in Disneyana store on the March 4th and 5th. And they usually go like 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. And I have a couple of shout outs to, uh, for the dizzers that I ran into this past weekend for our diva. Uh, yeah, yeah big was, group. Oh my gosh. We had, uh, probably Melody was telling me she made 90 shirts, Very uh, nice. for, for, and you know, and a lot of them were blinged out. It was so funny because we went through security. The security <laughs> cast members were telling women, oh, your shirt's not blinged out. Oh, your shirt. You know, so they saw so many. They already knew, nice. you know, the different shirts that we wore and stuff like that. That was really cool. So um, kudos to the ladies, of course, always to Beth, who kind of keeps us together through the year. And keeps us going and gets the the interest going for each, you know, as, as we approach. And then there's so many women who go, it's so uh, busy that they, we have committees that put, that do the dining reservations. And one gal was telling me um, how much money, because what they do is they, they, uh, we all pay a deposit. And then when we meet at the restaurant, we all get our $10 back. So you can imagine uh, with 90 women, we have breakfast, lunch, dinner, <laughs> reservations all over the place. How much, how many $10 bills are they have to organize and coordinate to give back to everybody. So it, it's just a huge undertaking. So kudos to them, to the ladies that put on the scavenger hunt um, and um, the meet and greet and everything. It was just so well run. Little to no drama. At least there's none that I saw, right. which when you think of a bunch of women together, right? But it was just a fun weekend, very busy. And add that to uh, the end of President's Week, uh, the cheer teams. Oh, by the way, Jen and yeah. her Huli team. Um, shout out to them because they had the cheer team all out there also. And um, I understand I that. One, at one here. point, this at one point there was, it, it was capacity there, right? the Disney and I reached reach capacity and they weren't letting people in? Um, I don't know that. Okay. But I wouldn't be surprised. You guys know how on New Year's, and I'm probably exaggerating just a tiny bit, but just imagine <laughs> New Year's Eve, the the crowded the crowd of people in front of the castle, right? Mm -hmm. It was wall-to-wall -wall people at 1 p.m. on Friday. I've never seen it that crowded when it's not the holidays. Right. It was just, you know, and you also add in that the beautiful weather, you know, it, it, yeah, it's been raining just, every weekend, so it right. didn't rain just, yeah. just lots of stuff for, to, um, for these, for these crowds, um, that we had and there was, I'll remember it in, in a, in a couple of <laughs> seconds, but shout out to Rebecca. She, one of our listeners that, uh, we ran into. Um, and to Rich Vanier, his wife, uh, who's a who's a diva, said that he listens to our show and different people, which was really nice that some of the divas do listen to our show. And they were telling me, you know, how much they enjoy our segments and and the news. So I just wanted to share that with you guys. How much Excellent. how many people came to me telling much that they enjoy it? Nice. And they they recognized you, right? Oh, uh, yeah. 
<laughs> the fact that I was ready to give you had something okay, to do yeah, with that, it. Yeah, yeah nice. but it was really good. And I'll t- there's something else I want to bring up when I remember it. Okay. Um, House of Blues finally opened, which was exciting. I saw reports that they had like the the new Blues Brothers uh, there performing on the opening night. Um, Dan Aykroyd and Jim Belushi, John Belushi's brother. But so uh, what? They, yeah. The, oh my they, gosh. Dan Aykroyd and, and Jim Belushi perform as the Blues Brothers sometimes. Um, and so they were at House of Blues, uh, but they sure. have been out announcing a ton of acts, way more than it seems like they had back when they were in Downtown Disney. Maybe they so don't have you, the restrictions. That well, yeah, that. Um, so if you if you're in town and you have a free night, definitely check the check the House of Blues schedule to see what kind of concerts are going on. They're all over all over the board as far as genre, so. Lots of fun. I remembered what I wanted to say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I talking about the crowds. I have have you guys ever heard the announcer say um, at a parade that the that there was mm-hmm. no more seating allowed? Yes. Yeah. At the parade. That's that's how mm-hmm. busy it was. They wow. were telling people to yeah. come. The announcer came on Friday Friday evening is when we did the Blue Bayou dinner, which was delicious, by the way. Um they came on and we and we had a good seating, and the announcer came on twice and said, "There's there are no more um, spaces available for this parade. Yeah. Please come back to the ten thirty parade." Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. When I was there, the night of the the night of the uh, the Southwest Disney, it was like that right? on the during the early early parade. So it's no fluke that when they brought back the. Main Street Electrical Parade, just how mm-hmm. beloved it yeah. is here at Disneyland yep. and, and with everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, any more housekeeping? I have one. Go ahead, Michael. Well, you remember I mentioned last week, I, uh, last few weeks, I've been talking about Newsies, the Broadway musical, and how it was at the cinema, and you know, the last opportunity to right. see it was February 22nd. Well, guess Liar! What? Liar! <laughs> it's like the Main Street Electrical Parade. <laughs> it just keeps coming back. So you can seize the day one last time. This is coming back for an encore performance on March 4th. So you can get tickets to Newsies, the Broadway musical, beginning on Monday. That is tomorrow, February 27th. And um, we will have a link to Fathom Events um, in our show notes where you can purchase the tickets on Monday. Carol and I can, saw this. This was an excellent um, presentation of Newsies, the Broadway musical. you know if they're showing it in Anaheim? <laughs> I don't because they uh, it, the site isn't live yet. But oh, okay. what, what you can do is you can go online and put in the zip code and then it'll bring up the theaters. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Any more housekeeping? No, mine's my rapid fire. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So Tony's not here, so I have the news. Not a lot of stuff in the news, but there's a few things I want to mention. Uh, Disney Cruise Line has released their 2018 itineraries. Um, Well, I'm sorry, more of their 2018 itineraries. Uh, This is mostly the summer period that they just released. So late May to September-ish. Um, there's some new European ports. Um, Ireland look kind of interesting, but for us on the West Coast, um, we should mention the return to Alaska. 
uh, with cruises beginning May 21st, going through September 3rd, including another nine night in t- for 2018. So they're doing a nine night on July 9th of 2018. Uh, by the way, if you want to cruise with me, I'm sailing July 24th of 2017. They opened up a few more slots on the ship because you can book um, inside uh, Ocean View or Veranda. Uh, some of those are guaranteed staterooms, so you can't pick your uh, pick your stateroom. But at least at least they've opened up a few things. I expect in about a month when uh, payment is due to see a lot more rooms available. But that's just that's just my my guess. Um, most of the Baja cruises, the Mexican cruises, were already available because those are in like April and May. So um, if you were going there, you probably have already booked that already. I haven't seen the return Panama Canal yet, so we'll keep an eye out for that. Uh, did anybody book anything for summer of 18? I nope. thought that far nope. ahead. <laughs> I know, right? Well, but, but, but it's now that this is the best pricing. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, continuing. Run Disney has announced that this uh, the races for this fall's Disneyland Half Marathon will be themed to some of your favorite Disney Pixar movies. Usually the Disneyland Half doesn't really have much of a theme. Uh, new themes include Toy Story for the Disneyland Half Marathon, Monsters University, hey, get your MU hat uh, for the Disneyland 10K, The Incredibles for the Disneyland 5K, and the kids' races will feature up and up theme. Uh, the fifth annual Disneyland Double Dare, where crazy runners compete both complete both the 10K and the half, will celebrate the Pixar Animation Studios. Uh, Disneyland Half Marathon weekend is August 31st to September 3rd. Um, continuing, uh, this is kind of interesting. So in the wake of Disneyland's recent price increase, Universal Studios didn't really do much. Um, Their online prices didn't move, but their gate price, which nobody should be paying anyway, uh, went up $5. So I think it went from like $115 to $120, but go online and it's like $99 or something like that online. So buy your ticket in advance, or if you get to the the park and you have much of ticket, go on your phone and buy your ticket. Uh, don't pay the, don't pay the gate price. All right. One last news item. It's almost time for this year's food and wine festival and California adventure has released the menus for the more than a dozen marketplaces for this year's event. Last year, there were eight marketplaces this year. I counted 13, uh, full menus are on the Diz. So head over to the, uh, food and wine page. For all the menus, here are some of my favorites. Um, booth called Nuts About Cheese. They have a brie toasted with fig, mint, and roasted almonds. Or a baked ham and Swiss uh, croquette monsieur roll-up roll with pistachios. Uh, another booth called I Heart Artichokes. An artichoke carbonara with garlic aioli and smoked bacon. Or, for Ooh. dessert, a creamy artichoke and dark chocolate cake pop. Interesting. Um, booth called Garlic Kissed. Uh, your classic gr- grilled beef tenderloin with 
uh, tenderloin slider with chimichurri, or a black garlic soy braised pork belly bao. Ooh. Um, oh, they they have some fun names this year. Olive Olive Us, Olive Us, uh, a chilled chipino soup with shrimp and crab claw, or a vanilla bean creme fraiche panna cotta with an extra virgin olive oil madeleine. Nice. Uh, bacon twist, smoked bacon mac and cheese with barbecue seasoned crispy onions. Mm. And for dessert, the maple bacon whoopie pie. Not exactly what we had. Well, no, ap- last That's year was different. apple bacon yeah. whoopie pie. Yeah, it's slightly different. Oh. But, yeah, okay, just, no they, apples. They dropped they the apple. No apples. The yeah. apples got in the way of the maple bacon. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, lemon Grove. Roasted cauliflower and Meyer lemon infused Greek yogurt cauliflower puree with sun-dried tomatoes and fried capers. That one was from Mary Jo. Um, <laughs> and this one's for me. Meyer lemon macaron with blueberry marmalade, Meyer lemon cream, and blueberry dust. I want that. Yum. I really, really, yes. All right. Uh, okay, here's uh, another one. Seafood dot, 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 sustained. Uh, cage-free cream cheese deviled eggs, eggs with farm-raised smoked trout and chives. Mm. Mm. Uh, the onion layer has French onion mac and cheese topped with Parmesan crumbles and chives. Off the Cob has sweet corn nuggets topped with beef chili and sour cream. Uh, sweet and sourdough. I'm guessing that's going to be somewhere in the Pacific Wharf because it has a shrimp louis salad or the white cheddar soup in a sourdough bowl. Um, and finally, L.A. style. This is, oh, this one sounds good, too. Chicken teriyaki slider with spicy dole pineapple jam. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, actually, Carol was reading the menu because you had posted mm-hmm. it. Yeah, and, then there's and, so there's tons more than that, but I just kind of yeah. And and she does not have an adventurous palate, although she's she's trying new things. She was right. really excited about. She's never nice. been to a food and wine. She was really excited okay. about the food when she was mm-hmm. reading it because we're going down at the end of March, and oh. uh, and so she's looking forward to trying all this. So that was I was Excellent. very happy to hear that <laughs> my favorite paradise garden grill is becoming the paradise garden grill beer garden and we'll be serving uh-huh. fish and chips pierogies pork tacos and a sausage platter so kind of interesting menu there um nice that they're getting away from either mexican or asian not that there's anything wrong with either of those but it's nice that they're kind of staying within the theme of the of the mediterranean or the you know European type of, of food, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Of course, food wine, food and wine runs March tenth to April sixteenth. Be there. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm hungry. Thanks, guys. Uh, mm-hmm. To myself. All right, uh, that is the news. Time for rapid fire. Let's start with Mary Jo. This one's really cool, and I just found it out today when I was walking around. Um, so Chris and Jen and I were walking on main street and Chris was telling us that at the magic shop, they do a, a little, um, they have a mysteries of magic experience that's available to anyone staying at the Disneyland resort hotel. And so we went inside cause I wanted to find out what they were, what uh, she was talking about. Turns out that guests at the, any of the three Disneyland hotels 
during early entry on Tuesdays or Thursdays can get a special experience um, called the Mysteries of Magic. And it's been going on for a while. We just, I just didn't know about it. Right. And um, so guests uh, for $10, guests can uh, go into this private workshop inside the Main Street Magic Shop. And they will be shown how to do some tricks. Uh, they'll be given a deck of cards. They'll be given a, a book with 26 uh it's a 26 tricks in the books, it says. And then they're given some other props that they get to keep in the deck of cards. Like I said, they're shown how to do the tricks. And then they get a 10% discount um, to buy anything else they want in the magic shop. And so I asked the cast member um, how big are their, I'll call them classes. And he said they take up to 10 people. And oh, wow. it lasts about an hour during um, the morning. That Isn't that a fun cool idea? Yeah, because yeah, they have they have that room back there. Because any any time you buy a trick there, they will take you in the back and show you how the trick works. Oh, that's what they do back there. So they're so they're, they're not they're they're not ruining the magic in front of the people who didn't pay. I didn't know they did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, it's it's just so cool. And then if you go, well, you know, um, when you go to the magic shop, just like the other stuff on, at Disneyland. Take a good look. They have some of the stuff from Houdini are actual artifacts from Houdini uh -huh. mm -hmm. that they have there at the magic shop. Allegedly. And you might want, I'm sorry, Tom. Nothing. I said oh. allegedly. Um, I choose to believe them. Okay. <laughs> it's part of the magic. Sorry. It's part of the magic, but I, I think it's, it's like what it's, happens in that back room. <laughs> well, I know that over at the Magic Castle, they have a lot of Houdini stuff over there, but I do believe that they have, you know, he had a lot of, he had a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. So it um, wouldn't surprise me if Walt, because you know how he loved authenticity, yeah. Yeah. it wouldn't surprise mm -hmm. me if he grabbed something, you know, for there. Yeah, well, there's a little, I don't know if it's on YouTube or web, but I was kind of looking up stuff about the magic shop. There is an interview with, I don't know who he is, that, but um, he's talking about the different art stuff that they have there in the magic shop. Mm -hmm. So I think it's worth a visit. And if you're staying at the Disneyland Resort Hotel, especially if you have, you know, those tween age kids mm -hmm. that, you know, you want to do that little something extra for them. That's pretty cool. Than add into Build a Bear or Sephora. Well, I mean, sometimes people like the experience, yeah. you know, and this is something that's not open or available to everybody. And you know, one of the cool things, as we all know, when you're at the, one of the Disneyland Resort hotels, you get to use those uh, early ma magic, early morning uh, opportunities every day they're available. So yeah. one day you go into attractions, and one day you, for ten bucks, you go and learn how to do magic tricks and get a book and some other things and. And uh, amaze your family and friends. Yay. Yeah, no, I, I think, I think it's that's cool. great. I think that's one of those little hidden treasures of Disneyland. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they don't advertise. I'm sure that when you uh, go to the hotel and you ask, they'll tell you about it. But it's not common knowledge. Because we mm -hmm. asked him the size of his average class. And he said, oh, about five people. Mm -hmm. So. Wow. And then, cool. and then my friends were saying, don't use that as your rapid fire marriage. Everybody's <laughs> going to know about mm -hmm. it. <laughs> but, but I think it's worth it. Yeah. I, I, think right, I think so. I think that's a deal. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Mary Jo. Um, I will go next. Uh, back to the food. 
Chef Marcel has finally added his signature touch to the breakfast menu at Steakhouse 55. Uh, new items include pork belly chilaquiles. Of course, that's corn tortilla chips topped with pork belly, eggs, salsa roja, and a charred avocado crema. Mm. Um, they also added chicken and waffles topped with whipped butter and Vermont maple syrup. For something even sweeter than that, uh, you might want to try the German apple pancakes, pancake topped with lingonberry jam, or maybe the stuffed brioche French toast with creme anglaise, fresh macerated berries, and a chantilly cream. If that is not enough, uh, there are now three versions of Eggs Benedict, your classic Eggs Benedict, smoked salmon Benedict, Hmm. And a Serrano ham version with steamed asparagus, a blood orange hollandaise served on a homemade cornmeal biscuit. That sounds good. And if people don't know what Jamon uh, Serrano is, it's kind of a little bit like prosciutto, but it's the Spanish okay. version. Tastes really good. Um, some of your favorites are still around, like the three egg omelet or the steak and eggs. But how, however... My favorite Steakhouse 55 potatoes are gone, and they've been replaced by a shredded potato cake. So your starches of shredded potato cake instead of those awesome potatoes that they used to have. Uh, Steakhouse 55 also added some signature breakfast cocktails, like the morning mule, a blood orange mimosa, and the Steakhouse 55 ultimate Bloody Mary um, if you've seen the picture of it, it's got a shrimp on the side and a big old hunk of bacon in, in the middle of it. So, uh, Breakfast is served at Steakhouse 55 from 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. And, of course, Steakhouse 55 is at the Disneyland Hotel. Uh, they accept reservations, but typically you don't even need them. Best eggs Benedict I ever had. Wow. Steakhouse 55. <laughs> Um, are you missing your rapid fire, Nancy? Or do we need to st- I- just um, shoot me the? Did you put it up on the on the site? Is yeah. on WDW info. Okay, sure. I'm I'm digging for it right now. My phone right. just died. No worries, Michael. <laughs> okay. Why don't you take take Michael right. take yours and then we'll get back sure. to Nancy. Okay, sounds good. Well, it's hard to believe we're already in March, especially because we just took down our Christmas tree finally. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. i got to take my lights down from 2016. <laughs> 15, oh, just, sorry. Just say they're your, they're your Easter lights. Right. But a new month means new activities at the Walt Disney Family Museum in San Francisco's Presidio. There is an upcoming exhibition, Deja Vu, The Art of Andreas Deja. I spoke about it on the show a couple of weeks ago. This will begin March 23rd and run through October 24th of 2017. Uh, I know that that will be an absolutely fabulous exhibition because we all know the art of Andreas Deja in his films. Two terrific films of the month, 101 Dalmatians. Who doesn't love that film? And The Gnomobile, another wonderful classic <laughs> film, filmed up here in Northern California. The studio series continues with separate sessions for adults and youth who are interested in learning about animation. On March 4th, uh, you will learn about animating surprise. Explore the differences between being totally terrified to joyous awe as you learn to (laughs) animate. 
As you learn to animate a face taken by surprise, you'll learn how to take a character face from a neutral expression and transition into surprise with simple and sophisticated animation techniques. Then on March 18th, artists can learn background design. A great background design can transport you to familiar places or locations out of this world. From tiny rooms and caves to city streets and magical forests, begin to see how a character's location can be just as important as the characters themselves. So in this session, artists will learn to create their own backgrounds that bring forth the emotions within. The the monthly talk will be on March 25th. It will be Bob, Where's the Party Gur? Turning Dreams <laughs> into Reality. And on this date will be a special screening of Bob Gurr, Turning Dreams into Reality. This is a new documentary that tells the story of one of Walt Disney's earliest Imagineers, Bob Gurr. So he's going to talk about, well, this will explore um, his 45-year career with his hundreds of projects with Disney and more. But also we'll talk about his projects at Disneyland, to Las Vegas, to the Olympic spectaculars he put on, to rock star shows. Uh you know, even the pirate battle in Las Vegas, uh, the huge, uh, massive animated figures of King Kong that we re- we remember fondly at Universal Studios and Godzilla, and so we will uh, and um, and Ma- so Marty uh, Marty Sklar and others will be talking about Bob Gurr, and so Bob Gurr is going to be will also then participate in an audience Q and A session along with the film director and producer Carlene Tai. Um, there's going to be a special spring break program during the week of March 27th. This is for high schoolers. And they're going to, they can, during this week, they can discover what it takes to animate in 3D during this one week intensive. So they will begin with the basics of both software and animation principles. And then they will continue to be challenged with all kinds of, um, all kinds of 3D animation techniques. And this class is intended for students interested in learning the basics of animation, but some experience with animation is recommended. Uh, so anyway, so um, students will be working in the studio during the entire sessions, and they'll learn all the tips and tricks of what animation studios look for when applying for an internship or job in the industry. There's also a studio class, an after-school animation um, course series. This is on Wednesdays from March 22nd through May 3rd from 4 to 6 p.m. And this is a comprehensive, um, will provide a comprehensive understanding of basic animation techniques. So this is an eight-week course, and it focuses on one animation concept in every class. There is a special program on March 11th, the Animation Collaborative's Bay Area Creative Connection. They are going to offer a series of panel discussions, portfolio reviews, and a chance to meet with local artists and animation professionals. They will get a first-hand look into work from Pixar, Industrial Lights and Magic, and Disney artists who will discuss their journey into becoming the inspiring artists they are today. So they encourage people who attend this to bring their sketchbooks and um, and just prepare for a showcase of animation, innovation, and creativity. The Walt 
Disney Family Museum Teen Animation Festival International, which is called Taffy. This is on Saturday, April 30th. This is an annual event that they put on every year. So for teen artists who want to participate in this year's Taffy, Friday, March 17th is the deadline for their um, for the Taffy submissions. So for more information about any of these events, check out the Walt Disney Family Museum website at waltdisney.org, and we will have a link in our show notes to that site. Those submissions are very pulling, aren't they? Oh, they are, and and it's just amazing the the uh, the programs that the museum offers now for um, artists who are aspiring to become animators. I mean, and and it really is giving them opportunities and opening doors for them. Yeah, and no, it's so great. It's terrific. It is, and what a better place to hone your artistic and animation techniques than you know in a museum that is a tribute to the man that made animation an art form. Yeah. And you completely just either ignored or completely glanced over that horrible dad pun I just made. No. Oh. <laughs> the taffy submissions are very pulling. Oh, yes. No, I... I uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But actually, what these teenagers from, uh, from every corner of the world, the art they create, is amazing. It's... A- it's amazing how much more advanced kids are these days and what they can do. It scares the crap out of me sometimes. Yeah. And and it's wonderful that they now have a place to exhibit their work. Very cool. Yep. Thank you, Michael. Nancy. Okay. So last week, last week we talked about that Red Rose Tavern opening. Well, guess what? The menu is in place. So here we are today to tell you exactly what it is and how much it is so um it doesn't look hardly anything at all like the menu (laughs) in florida at be our guest um so that was a that was a question whether we were going to get some of those items or not because some of those items are darn good um so here we go they can't do much with the they can't do much with the kitchen that's already there so they're modifying the pinocchio's menu we're going to be getting burgers salad and flatbreads but we're adding uh, some interesting things here so um bear with me okay so the burgers are going to be our our usual standard third pound angus beef patty the beast burger has guir cheese caramelized onions lettuce tomato and horseradish aioli on a toasted roll served with palm frites or sliced apples for 13.49 the uh, cheeseburger Classic cheeseburger is going to be like that, only with standard basic American cheese and quote unquote signature sauce um, for ten ninety nine. So if you want to beast it up with guir and with basically Swiss and onions, that's the beast burger. Um, Tony will be thrilled. There are no cran craisins in sight. <laughs> um, I guess they lost their contract. Instead, it's a chef's chop salad with cabbage, romaine, iceberg, smoked bacon, apples, hard-cooked eggs, blue cheese crumbles, and an apple vinaigrette with garlic croutons. And you can have it with chicken uh, for $9.99 or vegetarian, (laughs) quote-unquote. Not vegetarian, I'm sorry. It's got bacon. Um, Or you can have it without (laughs) a main protein, I should say, for $8.99. 
So now uh, Lumiere comes to us with his chicken sandwich, a grilled chicken breast with apple slaw, onion bacon jam, and fried cherry peppers on a toasted roll. And of course, all these come with pommes frites and apples. Um, that's going to be ten ninety nine. This sounds that amazing. One's, that one's the that chicken sandwich sounds good, except for the cherry peppers, but. The well, you know, you can and pick the, them the, off, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Cherry peppers are notoriously sweeter. They're okay. not a hot pepper. So yeah, they I have a little. They do have a little bite to them, though. A little bite, little. Yeah. Like, like, sort of like the you know the dog when he's when he's just a you know footstool. <laughs> arf, arf. Nice. Um, okay. <laughs> So this sounds really good to me. The Enchanted Cauliflower Sandwich. Grilled cauliflower steak, spicy lime aioli, tempura battered green beans, lettuce tomato on a toasted roll, $10.99 with the pommes frites or apples. Okay, now we got our flatbreads. But before we talk about the flatbread, let's talk about the new item on the menu. Our, our friends to the north will love right. us. Slow cooked beef poutine. Now, Canadians know exactly what poutine is. Um, we've got slow beef and gravy over seasoned waffle cut fries, pickled onion, and cheese curds. Poutine is a very big thing in Canada. And so this is Disneyland's first attempt, as far as I know. Yeah, for I think you're poutine. right. Um, so you can get it over the fries. Or you can get a poutine flatbread, which just uses that slow-cooked beef. Um, and then you've got pommes frites um, with it, um, roasted garlic aioli, cheese curds, gravy, and herb oil on top of your flatbread. Nothing um, wrong with oh, any of those. <laughs> the poutine is ten ninety nine, and the flatbread... The poutine flatbread is $9.49. Then we have a garden mozzarella flatbread, marinated tomatoes, mozzarella, basil, um, uh, and tomato sauce. That's $8.99. And for $9.49 also, the pulled pork flatbread. Pulled pork, roasted corn, sweet spicy barbecue sauce, pickled onions, and cilantro. So that is our main menu for regular folks. The kids get added to that a carved turkey sandwich with animal smoothie, seasonal fruit, and choice of milk or small water for six ninety nine. A cheese pizza for six forty nine with the choice of with the smoothie and fruit. Hamburger with smoothie and fruit. Or the power pack, which is pretty much everywhere. And then the, um, they also have the toddler's mac yummy cheesy macaroni with applesauce and small milk. So that's the kids. Now let's talk about Let's dessert? talk about dessert. Okay, so this is what Mary Jo was talking about earlier that they only made 300 of. The Grey Stuff Gâteau. Gâteau being French for cake. White chocolate mousse and red velvet cake with a raspberry center for $5.49. And then there's the lemon rose cake. Lemon mousse with strawberry rose filling for $5.49. And then, of course, they have the usual chocolate milk, assorted beverages, soft drinks, tea, lemonade, um, usual prices, coffee, hot cocoa, tea, milk. And they mm -hmm. add into this, because they have to put a special drink everywhere, Gaston's Famous Brew. It's an apple mango punch topped with passion fruit foam, and there's a souvenir mug. 
souvenir mug will run you $12.99. Otherwise, it's $4.99. There's also the souvenir sippy that they're running out of as well, right? No, I think they ran out of it already. That's already gone, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's already the, gone. The rose. Red rose. <clears throat> so let me tell you my experience. Um, <laughs> I went there on Friday with some friends. We got there. The line was outside the restaurant um, and down the side as if towards the restrooms. And at the time I got there, the line was probably about an hour and a half. It got up to two hours long uh, for people who wanted to eat there on Saturday, on Friday and Saturday. Luckily for me, one of my friends was uh, holding on the line so I didn't have to wait that long to get in. We got in one fifteen, and so I purchased... She bought. She got the Beats burger. I got the poutine flatbread and the um, in China cauliflower sandwich just to taste them. And yeah. then I also ordered the the gray stuff. So pay for all that. Get up there. There's wall to wall people. It's chaos everywhere. Um, the people behind the counters were working as fast as they could, um, trying to. Um, take care of everybody but of course whenever you get something like that with with these hordes of people which i don't know why disney didn't expect it but food was kind of sitting out so by the time i got the food um it had been sitting out a little bit just because they're trying to serve everybody and things get lost and stuff like that when i went up there they told me the gray stuff is gone there's no more for today. Go to the cash register at the end of the counter. So I went over there and they gave me my refund. And they also gave me a, um, a pass to any attraction with, for up to six people as a consolation. So I thought wow. that was a nice touch. Yeah, it was. And I didn't even, you know, I was real pleasant to them because they were already getting grief from people. Because you're like married, Joe. You're always pleasant. <laughs> Most of the time. <laughs> but um, luckily for me. Some of the my friends of the divas who had been there before me had some gray stuff, and they also ran out of the uh, lemon, the lemon rose cake. They ran wow. out of all the desserts, and so they ha- they had already run out. They ran out of that before they ran out of the gray stuff. So they had two gray stuffs, and so they shared that with me. So my review of the Enchanted Cauliflower Sandwich, even though I didn't get it at the best. Um, like the the peak of it wasn't the best quality. Yeah, best freshness. Thank you. <laughs> the beans were were kind of soggy and stuff like that. And I just cut into it. The flavor was really good, and I think that if I had got this um, the cauliflower sandwich when it wasn't crowded, I it was really good. It's probably like a quarter inch thick cauliflower patty. Uh-huh. It's it's a good it's a good size sandwich. So that was decent. The put. Poutine flatbread was delicious. That was really good. Um, my friend Beth had the chicken sandwich. She said it was really good. And it did have a bite. The cherry peppers had a bite. And then uh, my other friend Melody had the beast burger. And she said that was amazing. That had so much meat in it. That one was really big. And the pomfrets frites were delicious. So we enjoyed the food. I think the people who got the food. Um, there were no complaints. So then we uh, took a taste of the gray stuff to let me taste it. So you got this. And then Nancy could ex- 
explain it too because I think she's tasted it at Walt Disney World and yes, I was told that it's a little bit different at Disneyland for the people who've been who've had both of them. So it was kind. It's a we thought it was a white chocolate mousse that's been colored gray that has little beads that are silver and white that but they're chocolate and it envelops a red velvet cake with raspberry in the very center of it and it sits on that shortbread cookie. We we all of us who ate it really enjoyed it. Cool. We thought it was really good. The cookie was good. The red velvet with the mousse, it was just, it wasn't heavy. It was really light. And that's probably why so many people were getting it. Um, and my understanding, I think I was talking, we were talking our group that um, they're going to be selling it in different parts of the park so that um, n- not everybody's converging on the village house. Because some people <laughs> went there just to get the great stuff. Right. So they were getting kind of angry, you know, because people who were getting full out meals, they were waiting for things to cook and stuff. So it was, like I said, chaotic. And then um, the it was also cup, opening weekend. Yeah. Yeah. It's opening weekend. Um, I don't think they anticipated the, the crowds that wanted to come, but they've been advertising this great stuff to everybody. Right. Well, and you also so, said the parks were packed. The parks were unbelievably packed and we figured they were packed with a lot of visitors. I was there today and it was raining and it it never stopped being packed today when we were over there. So, but then the sipper cup that I want to tell you when they do get them back in stock. Oh my gosh, you guys, it's so cute. So imagine the kind of cups that you get when you get a shake or a slushy at the movies that has that dome, but it's all hard because this is a souvenir cup and it's got a a rose in the middle of the cup. It's attached to the bottom. And then it's got a light at the top um, that turns on that illuminates the rose. So as you're drinking the the whatever beverage you have, the rose becomes revealed in the drink, unless you have water, of course. And then it just the way it lights up and everything is so pretty. So I think that's just gonna be a very popular uh, a, a popular souvenir cup. I'm looking forward to going back again when there's no crowds or they know that it's me. So they're just going to make space for me or something like that. Mm. <laughs> All right, Joe's here. Move over. Yeah. Yeah. Wish you fun. Uh, That's just in my dreams. But I, th- yeah. I personally, I think all of you guys are going to really like it when you do go there. Very cool. Um, just a note, uh, the menu for Red Rose Tavern and Steakhouse 55 are updated on the Diz uh, with yep. the, full menu and pricing so i will put a link in the show notes page to take you directly to those of course does unplug.com click on the link for this week's show sit (laughs) (laughs) it worked (laughs) now i'm hungry i'm hungry i don't even know which one it is that's making the noise (laughs) <laughs> They're downstairs. Lily. Uh, oh, no. Oh. <laughs> That's terrible. That's horrible, especially. I'm surprised you guys didn't hear her coming in here trying to whisper at me oh, and hand me cheesecake. We did hear her. We I know. Hear her. I'm like, oh, no. I'm like, I'm like, they can hear you. <laughs> oh, She's nice. like, <gasps> oops. All right. Uh, for those of you listening live, be sure to check uh, stick around. We're going to talk movies. Yay! That is what you do for this this segment of the Does Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Does Unplugged podcasts this week. 
And of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.